This episode of The Sleazy Podcast is brought to you in part by ShopNerdKO.com. That's ShopNerdKO.com. Your home for all things nerdy. You're looking pretty beautiful over there, Rob. Uh, I don't feel it. <laughs> Beard looks majestic. No, it looks like shit. Yeah, trim it up. My eyes are puffy from allergies. All right, you can shut up. Welcome to the Sleazy Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. <laughs> All right. So I have prepared a statement that I'm going to read before we get things started. Okay. I have this thing where I get older, but I just never... But just never wiser. Midnights become my afternoons. When my depression works the graveyard shift, all of the people I've ghosted stand there in the room. I should not be left to my own devices. They come with prices and vices. I end up in crisis. Tale as old as time. I wake up screaming from dreaming. One day, I'll watch as you're leaving. Because you got tired of my scheming for the last time. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. At tea time, everybody agrees. I'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. It must be exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. Sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby. And I'm the monster on the hill. Too big to hang out. Slowly lurching towards your favorite city. That's page one. Pierced through the heart. But never killed. Did you hear my covert narcissism? I disguise as altruism. Like some kind of congressman, tale as old as time. I wake up screaming from dreaming. One day, I'll watch as you're leaving. And life will lose all its meaning. For the last time. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. At tea time, everybody agrees. I'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. It must be exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. I have this dream. My daughter-in-law kills me for the money. She thinks I left them in the will. The family gathers round and reads it. Then someone screams it out. She's laughing up at us from hell. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. 
Hi. Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. You can applaud now. Lucky for him. Lucky for him that he can only see himself when he looks in the mirror. Unfortunately, we have to look at him all the time. I know, I know, I know. Now, that, I didn't draft that up. That's all Taylor Swift. We're going to come over here one day to podcast. He's not going to be here. We're just going to find, like, page three of that note laying down here. Yeah. Apparently, he was the problem. Look at that. I had to print it all big so I could you know, make sure <laughs> I, I could read it. it. All right, this is episode 156 of the Sleazy Podcast. I'm your host, Sleazy. Tonight, I'm joined by Mr. PBS. Howdy. The one and only Pitbull, Rob Zilla. Hello. It's so nice to have you back. I'm back. This motherfucker. Let me tell you. This motherfucker here. Last week, the last time we recorded. I hope, like, uh, many years from now. If Robzilla dies before you do, obviously oh, that's, be, that's the high good probability. Obviously, you'll be giving the eulogy, and I hope that's how you start out. This, this motherfucker, motherfucker right here, I'll do it. I'll do it. If that's if his, somebody lets me, his excuse know. for not coming this time is he fucking died. I don't want to hear it. What, <laughs> yeah. a piece of, what a piece of what crap. a piece of shit. Rob was a man of not so many great talents, <laughs> but one of his talents was aggressively getting out of doing things. <laughs> Frankly, this is the most aggressive move yet. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go up and fucking die. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Taylor Swift was wrong. It's Rob. He's the problem. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like Tuesday. Hey, I'm not going to make it on Friday. It's Tracy's birthday. Yep. See you later. <laughs> Peace. Yep. And, uh, you know... We had J-Bone, so you're okay. Yeah, and by the way, let's get this straight. Papa Flynn, J-Bone, John, whoever we're going to call him from now on, I'm leaning more towards Papa Flynn. Okay. Sounds cooler for some reason, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a mafia. Yeah, but uh, he's not your get-out-of-jail-free card. (laughs) You're starting to use that. Just because he's got some Friday nights free now. Well, can you just have John or Jason show up? I was just helping you guys out. No. This show has been built. The foundation has been built around PBS, you, me, Hot Sauce, which, by the way, Hot Sauce, I don't know if he's coming back. He's got a job now. That's J-O-B. That's crazy, isn't it? Today was Hot Sauce's first day on a job. I guess he's working at some pizza shop. He's like, I'm out. I got to go to work. I was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, and we find this out yesterday, which he probably just found yeah. out. Yeah. Well, so. well, I completely forgot about the, the pizza place, so. You did. That's mm. because you suck. I know. That's what it is. Hopefully we'll get him back to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's not like we haven't moved our recording nights before to accommodate everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we found our way on Fridays to accommodate Mr. PBS. and Because we used to record on Thursdays. Yeah. And somehow it ended up on Fridays. And sometimes Saturdays. Sometimes, sometimes Sundays, depending on if there was an emergency that happened, and we had an issue beforehand, but I figured it out. We were able to get the camera and the mic working on StreamYard. Right. Assholes. Mm. But Slacking. Yeah, so, um, man, I have been 
on a fucking tear, just going through show after show after show after show. I finished, dude, listen to this. I finished Outer Bank season three. I finished The Night Agent. I finished Beef. I finished Mandalorian. I finished Picard. I just on fuck. I've been on a tear, and I don't know how I've done it because I've been so goddamn busy. You've done it, yeah. I, I feel like, like been busy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, I've been like, uh, well, been I really coaching too, I, huh? Been coaching too. Yeah, yeah. Well, just the past two Thursdays, um, but uh, that's another adventure on mm-hmm. its own. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I, uh, you know, last Saturday, I just got in last Friday and Saturday. I got into a groove. Well, no, Saturday and Sunday, mainly. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I started watching that beef and I got fucking like, I was like, this is good, mm-hmm. but, uh, we'll save that for the end because we've got two segments here of shows that we're going to talk about. Um, and I'm really thinking about, man, I was over at Papa Flynn's house the other the other week, and he made me watch the first episode of uh, um, what's the Mankind show on Apple TV for all mankind for all mankind. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's got our boy in it. Uh, Yo, Linda, I need a ride. Oh, Joel, uh, Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman, yeah, dude, but it's good. It's like, what if the Russians went to the moon first? Hmm. And I'm like. Just the first episode was good. You know, when you just watch something, you know, it's going to be good. This is a good quality show with good fucking actors in it and a good production. Like, but I'm really thinking about doing it and just all of us sharing it. Yeah. And maybe, you know, we'll take turns. Just give me a five or buy me dinner one month or something, you know, not that dinner is seven 99 anymore, but. Oh, it is for the four for four at Wendy's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bring me, just bring me something. I don't think like, they got the four for four anymore. Yeah, I thought they I, do. I saw, I saw. They uh, have that biggie bag. Oh, or something yeah, like the, that. the five dollar yeah, one. Bag. Yeah, moving up. No more folk for folk for yo. <laughs> Not for your ass. We can't do that when we're paying people twelve dollars an hour. Yeah, <laughs> ten fifty an hour, whatever the fuck they make. Yeah, it's funny. We drove by. We were driving by uh, McDonald's, and they were like, "Now hiring managers for fourteen fifty an hour." <laughs> Who the fuck wants to do that? Not me. You get some real quality candidates that way, right, dude? I don't know. I don't know who would go in there and do that. Like, like this is 2023. I'm pretty confident everybody's seeing TikTok and seeing all the fucking videos least, of people being assaulted at fast food restaurants. At least when you dig ditches, they pay you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't get it. And you probably work just as hard at McDonald's. Yeah. As much as people want to talk shit about fast food workers, they work their ass off. They do. And, uh, but you know, I can see why they have a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I go to this Chipotle down the street every week. I get the same couple people in the drive through window. They don't say one fucking word to you. <laughs> they open the window and they stare at you until you say your name. <laughs> and then they like pretty much throw the bag at you when they, they have it made. And you're like, God damn, these motherfuckers to act like they're like, I'm sure there are people that work in prison cafeterias <laughs> that are more cheerful than that. I mean, seriously. You're, like, you're probably, you're probably get... pretty cheerful when you didn't get raped in the shower today. Like, oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> right? Made it through this one. <laughs> and like, that, is that like the epitome of, of uh, you know, food, you know, working in the, the food industry? Mm. Like, it's 
10 times worse than being in the cafeteria of a prison yeah. and dealing with all the shit talkers that come in and try to get their food, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I feel for these people, you know, but at the same time I've worked a shitty job before and I always tried to make it as fun as I could just to get through the fucking day. Yeah. I mean, you have to, am I right? Mr. Yeah. PBS. Oh yeah. You gotta have uh, like a minimum level. Yeah. I mean, there's days where you're in bad moods, but I've never like treated somebody like really, really bad like that. Right. You know, if, if they've cut a joke with me, it kind of lightened me up a little bit, but man, these people there, I feel for them. They're just hurting. Probably overworked and definitely no, underpaid. Yeah, definitely underpaid. And they're, they're probably struggling to make ends meet and they just, you know, they come to a, a realization like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. You just gotta pull yourself up by your fucking bootstrap. By the by the bootstrap. We're a family. Yeah, fucked. We're a yeah. family. Yeah. Well, you know, if it wasn't for that Biden, <laughs> you'd have a good life. <laughs> it's it's never the guys that are like taking exuberant amount of money. You know. You know why my pay is so low? Abortions. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> these these motherfuckers they keep going in and getting abortions and getting sick. Causing more money for the government. Hey, I mean, I get that raise, but we'll get that pizza party. I'm sure you've yeah. seen all those memes where, you know, the CEO is like, uh, guys, we had a record quarter this year. It, we were doing great. Oh, well, how about a little bit of raise? Um, there's no money. Uh, there's no, no money, money for that. Mm-mm. No money. Don't, Don't ask it, for, for your bonus. Don't Who, know where it went. Worry about how we're going to get better. Not the bonus. <laughs> record quarter. Yeah, did you, where it went. Did you okay. see that lady? <laughs> Oh, that bitch. I once had a boss that said Pity City. You can go City. You can go to Pity City, but you can't stay in Pity City. So instead of complaining about where's your bonus, where's your money, go out there and get the twenty six million dollars so I can get my bonus. I got my bonus. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. You got your six million dollar bonus. I don't fucking hear it. How much was uh, the, the office chair you sent us in our chat? Well, the lady, I forget what the total company is called, but at least part of it is uh, Herman Miller. And when I saw that, I like I always hear uh, ads for like the Herman Miller Aeron chair. Right. Mm-hmm. So basically they sell furniture and chairs. And there was an office chair, kind of like this one I'm sitting in. It was around $1,500. It's an aer- aer- ergonomic chair. Ergonomic chair. Yeah, with a nice neck and all that stuff Yeah, for $1,500. Curvature for your back and all that. Definitely not this. Uh, I don't Dude, know. what a fucking piece of shit you know like anybody that makes a million up you know they they just live in a different world they, they have no hurt for anything Mm-mm. and i'm sure a lot of these people that were affected by the bonuses were you know mid-level to entry-level people and they count on that as part of their salary even though you should never do that but when you have it consistently and all of a sudden well you're just not going to get bonus yeah budget. yeah and i mean everybody at most places, I don't know if they're hurting because it seems like these corporations have it down to a fine science. Mm-hmm. Like they get their profit even if the prices go up. Like it's all factored in. I mean, they have it down mm-hmm. and they're they're making their money. And it's funny, like what are they what are they calling it? Greed inflation now. Yeah, greed profit inflation. inflation. Profit, profit inflation. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a real part of this stuff. I mean, thirty what is it, 30% or something like that in big some number. cases? But uh, that should never be that large. I mean, that right there is a big problem. But if you're if you're, if you're raising prices 
just to keep your bonus on top of your exorbitant salary. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're a person in a position of power in the company, like if the company is not doing well, then you shouldn't be getting any bonuses. You should be the first person that takes stuff away to help pay for other things. Just start at the top. Yeah. If the company's (laughs) got a bad quarter, your pay is the first to get docked because that's literally your job is like a CEO. Your job is to make that money. And if you ain't making money, then you ain't making money either. Right, right. And somehow it's just. Instead of your gold, your guaranteed uh, parachutes and all that. It's like that uh, that TikTok from that uh, Netflix show. Oh, what is it? Uh, I don't. I didn't do shit. <laughs> I don't even know that's from. I just know the guy. It's from. It's, a, uh, I thought it was the uh, that uh, show on Comedy Central. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, but it, it's a funny fucking show. It's skit comedy. Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? I didn't do shit. I didn't do a fucking shit. That's exactly well, how where's, all these where's in the banana costume. Yeah. We're going to find out who did this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a banana mobile or something like that. Do you know how to drive? No, I don't actually. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Touches the steering wheel. <sighs> man, what is that? I, that's the thing. I never even knew Pro- about that producer, show. Producer, get on it. I man. know. Because I thought it was that him and another guy did that show on Comedy Central. I forget what it was called. So. I'm Googling what show is the TikTok from I didn't do shit from. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. Yes, you okay. found it before me. Good yep. job. Yeah, it's Netflix. I, I tell you, are you sure about that guy? <laughs> Meme and it popped yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah, a great, great show. It's funny as fuck. I, I never even, I just thought it was just a meme. It's funny as yeah. fuck, dude. I think I'm, I should make you guys watch an episode of it before you leave tonight. Okay. But, uh, you know, that being said, I think we're getting off the, uh, we're done preaching here. CEOs are pieces of shit. Going off the tracks here. They're fucking criminals, and somehow it's legal for them to do what they're doing. You know, making obscene obscene amounts of money. But we're going to move on. So if you were a CEO, would you make obscene amounts of money? And I would give it to my employees, and they would be happy. If I was I'd be a, like, I'd be like, I didn't, I didn't do shit. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just collecting a paycheck for what they say I'm getting paid for. Yeah, I'd sign one of those deals. Like you're gonna make five million years, and like twelve months in one day. Like, all right, I'm retiring. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know why these people keep working. I, yeah. I would literally see an amount of money, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking done. Yeah, I'm get, fucking done. I'm yeah. going back, yeah. chilling. I would just get a certain amount and invest it when I got enough. I'm like, okay. I think it right. goes back to that greed problem we have here in america like it's net people don't some people never have enough money and i get that greed and status yeah yeah status is a big thing fuck too. your status and there's a whole there's a whole ceo class you know like that uh i mean we Carly. have we have a status of being world renowned so and we're Worldwide. beloved that's all that matters what's that and we're beloved that's yeah all that matters. we are beloved which by the way so i get done yesterday we were, we were i'm coaching my buddies uh well Papa Flynn's son's team with him, baseball team, 12 and up. And we get done playing, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see an old softball friend, and he comes up, you know, we're, you know, talking, you know, whatnot, greeting and all that. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Long time no see. And he's like, dude, I fucking love the show. I listen to it all the time when I'm out on my sales calls because I'm just driving. He goes, I go between you and Joe Rogan. So we've made it. Uh, yeah. 
listen, we're just, in the rotation. Just, just got to get that Joe Rogan money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? right? We're in the rotation with Joe Rogan, and that is just phenomenal. I was so uh, happy to hear that because, you know, sometimes you get down on yourself and you're like, am I really, do I have it? I mean, what's going on here? Why can't I get more people to listen? You know, I'm like, I didn't do shit. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Do you think you deserve more listeners? Are you sure about that? But, um, yeah, so, uh, Bobby, thank you for approaching me and telling me you love the show. I appreciate it. Um, thank you, Bobby. It's always nice to hear somebody uh, love the show. And I was like, listen, dude, you don't have to bullshit me. <laughs> I was like, you can tell me if it sucks, and you don't have to listen out of pity. And he was like, no, dude, I really fucking love the show. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thank you nice for going to Pity City screaming us. into the void. Yeah. And then I went and bought myself some Dairy Queen. As, you know, as, I was like, street. Some, somebody <laughs> enjoyed the show. I deserve Dairy Queen. That's yes. worth a McFlurry. Yeah. Whatever. No, I didn't buy. I, I didn't buy. Ice cream machine would be down if they had a McFlurry. I didn't. I take that back. I didn't get Dairy Queen this time. I got a. I got a Frosty from Wendy's. There you go. So, so delicious. Because Dairy Queen, every white person is obsessed <laughs> with Dairy Queen when the sun's out. Right. And like they have a line all day long until it gets dark. Yeah. Uh, ain't nobody got time for that. I just. <laughs> I just can't be waiting for it. Like the line will be out in the fucking street to turn into Dairy Queen. Like who who waits in a line like that? Like just like Oh Charlie's, how it's busy on a Friday night, man. Oh, I know. Fucking, that's a white. And Oh Charlie's is not all that anymore. Nah, it's really not. The place is fucking terrible anymore. It seems like every once in a while you'll get it good if you get there at like the right time when they're not so not really busy, and they got time to like you know cook you fresh shit or whatever. Something just seems odd. You know, it's not mm-hmm. as good as it used to be. Less servers and it's just the quality yeah. of the chicken seems bad now. Yeah, I don't know. Fucked up the chicken, but they did. They, I mean, they still have better chicken fingers than a lot of people. I'll say that. Yeah. So, but anyways, so our first segment tonight is we're gonna take a return to crazy news with Mister PBS. Oh, wrong. It could wrong be, sound. Could be. Could be all of them. <laughs> been forever since i hit that crazy news button i love it i love that i love that sound so which article are you going to read first gosh i don't know what do you want to read here um i just go uh so i've got it you know you see where i've got the comment first and then i've got them all underneath the first one okay so just read them in order i guess and we'll, we'll go, we'll present this. I'm going to share. Start with screen. our Texas woman. Start with Texas woman here. Window. Window, window, window. Okay. And National news. Texas woman found went missing for nearly two days, found alive in Jeep, submerged underwater. <laughs> How do you fucking survive for two days like that? Air pocket. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. A fisherman found the Jeep submerged about 40 feet away from a boat ramp. The missing woman was spotted as the Jeep was getting ready to be pulled from the water. A missing Texas woman was found alive inside a vehicle that was submerged underwater, according to the Marion County Sheriff's Office. The woman had been missing since Wednesday, April 5th. She was found two days later when a fisherman noticed a black Jeep submerged about 40 feet away from a boat ramp, deputies said. Holy shit. In pictures released by authorities, the only visible part of the Jeep was part of its roof. 
As the Jeep was getting ready to be pulled from the water, deputies noticed someone inside was moving. They later found out it was the missing woman. She was taken to a nearby hospital in unknown condition. Uh, That's crazy, dude. A short article, too. Yeah, good for her. Oh, man, let's turn that off. All right, so moving along, we're going to NPR now, right? I always, I always wonder, like, how do you how do you break that? Like, when you're stuck in an enclosed space like that, and you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, I, I imagine, like, the first one's the hardest. Yeah. Like when you got to figure out your the corner you're going to pee and whatever you got to do in. I yeah. think after a while, you're just like, fuck it, just go. Yeah, at that point. Or does maybe, does your body, does, like, your shock response just kind of keep you from doing it? Case, that could be, in yeah. In case you need all your nutrients and fluids. Yeah. Do you think she had, like, a straw hanging out of the, out of the window for a little bit? Like, <sighs> Probably. You got to yeah. wonder how, like, I don't know, you just don't decide to bust the window or something. I know it's hard because you got the pressure. After a while, you have to be breathing, you know, your carbon monoxide, right? right. Well, I mean, and, you know, cars, cars aren't airtight, watertight, so right. water would be getting in somehow. Yeah. So I think it's usually you got to get out of the vehicle. It's going <laughs> underwater because they always tell you if you find yourself in that, you got to find something to break the glass. Right. right. That's yeah. why they make all those little tools and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Glass breakers and all that. Rob probably has one that he carries around all the time. You and still right. got your tactical pen? Yeah. So you could fucking get out of the car. Just, yeah, just bust open that baton. Yep. Yeah, I have a baton on my door. Mm-hmm. Just fucking hit it. Like yeah. wham. I'd Wait, probably I'd, I'd be the guy that couldn't break the window. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd just be like bouncing. I'd probably I'd probably go to hit it, and it would bounce off and hit me in the head and knock me out. Yeah, and then you just drowned. Yeah, and then I would <laughs> no, I would no. see I would be the guy that would I would hit the window, knock myself out, and then I'd fall over and drown in the puddle on the floorboard. And they'd Perfect. find me like the poor bastard never had a chance. <laughs> Sounds like something that happened to me most likely than anything. That's how I feel. No, I feel like. I feel like you would get lucky and get out of there. You you would be the woman that just got Rob's, found Rob's the guy who gets thrown out of his car. <laughs> and, like, perfectly fine. Yeah. He gets up and walks to the hospital. Oh, I better go to the hospital and get checked out real quick. I just flew out of my car. <laughs> Don't know how it happened. <laughs> Here I am. Somebody yeah. was looking out for me. I had a guardian angel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, So we moving on to NPR now? Yep. I feel like I feel like we got to throw like a trigger warning or a content warning on this because <laughs> I think this one's kind of dark. We try to we try to keep uh, crazy news kind of lighthearted in a way. You know, woman survives being caught in a jeep. I mean, dude, if it's crazy, it's crazy, right? Or you know, like shootouts in Florida where nobody really dies. We <laughs> Just two hillbillies shooting at each other. We don't like to share those Robzilla stories about Meemaw getting eaten by an alligator in Florida. I'm sorry, that is very hard. So. He does share some dark shit sometimes. <laughs> so I, I found this one. I just thought it, it it is crazy. So the uh, the uh, headline here. Cheers, is, buddy. What to know about the Lori Vallow Daybell crazy name zombie multiple murder trial? Jesus Christ! The murder trial is finally underway for Lori Vallow Daybell, forty nine, the mother of three, whose religious beliefs about zombies and the end of the world are cited as partial motives. Partial motives for the alleged murders of two of her children and her husband's previous wife. <laughs> Opening. <laughs> that's kind of what got me. I'm like, wow. Uh, opening arguments in the case or op- opening arguments of the trial in Boise, Idaho began on Monday. If convicted, Valo Daybell could face life in prison. She and her husband, Chad Daybell, 54, were indicted nearly two years ago. 
They're now being tried separately. Here's a brief recap of the history and the case against her. Okay, pause real quick. If anybody has any connections to Netflix, we need this as a murder doc already. It, it is. Is it really? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Where's it at? It's on Netflix. Now. On Netflix? Yep, sp- really? uh, sp- it's on the article here. I oh, okay. Let, let's keep going then. I feel I feel like maybe we've talked about this before briefly. So, we probably have, and I just don't remember it. So, that, so, but yeah. it's in the article here. Valo Daybell and Chad Daybell were indicted in May 2021 on nine criminal charges, including murder and or conspiracy charges and three deaths. Valo Daybell is accused of killing her two youngest children, Tylee Ryan and Joshua Jackson J.J. Valo. Tylee was nearly 17 when she and J.J. Seven were last seen alive in September 2019. The children's bodies were found in June 2020, buried on property in Rexburg, Idaho, owned by Chad Daybell. Even before the remains were found, Valo Daybell was charged with felony desertion of a child as well as obstruction. She is also accused of conspiring to murder Tammy Daybell, Chad's then-wife, who was found dead in her home in October of 2019, less than one month before he and Valo got married in Hawaii. He is Valo's fifth husband. Woo! Right. (laughs) Multiple husbands, ex-wife or current wife actually murders. In a separate case in Arizona, Valo was also indicted on a conspiracy murder charges for allegedly arranging for her brother, Alex Cox, to shoot and kill her fourth husband, Charles Valo, in July of 2019. Alex Cox died in December of 2019 of what was determined to be natural causes. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Prosecutors say Valo Daybell and Daybell, that's a very odd way to put it, were focused on the, quote, end times and doomsday scenarios and that they shared beliefs about people manifesting dark energy. Oh, shit. The indictment cites text messages between the pair regarding death percentages for Tammy as well as messages about her being in limbo and Tammy being possessed by a spirit named Viola. Oh, Jesus. On Monday, Fremont County Prosecutor Lindsey Blake told jurors that Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow portrayed themselves as religious figures called James and Elena. Blake said Vallow Daybell purported to be able to rate people, detecting whether they might be under the thrall of an evil spirit's dark energy. What do you think, uh, what do you think uh, Rob Zillow rates there in dark energy? I think they had a scale too, like from light to dark was also the scale that they had. Is it like that? (laughs) On a one to ten. One to ten. They're like, it's a seven. Is it it like the old family guy skit where he pulls out the shake and sees the color? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Pretty dark. Kill him. The defendant used casting that involved prayer and energy work. Blake told the jury on Monday, according to East Idaho News, often this casting didn't work. No kidding. <laughs> and the beliefs evolved to zombies. Oh, the common geez. theme was the body had to be destroyed. In 2020, Rexburg's police detective Ron Ball said in an affidavit that Valo Debo's close friend, Melanie Gibb, described hearing her say that Tylee had become a zombie, a concept <laughs> Valo Daybell had picked up from Chad Daybell. Gibb heard Valo Daybell called Tylee a zombie after Tylee had refused to babysit JJ. <laughs> <laughs> to which Tylee replied, not me, Mom, according to the affidavit. Gibbs said Valo Daybell later concluded that J.J. had also become a zombie. Daybell and Valo Daybell told Gibb that they were part of the Church of the Firstborn and had a special mission directed by the Book of Revelation, Gibb told the detective. These crazy fucking religious people, I mean. Exactly, it's what it is. They also started their stated their mission was to rid the world of zombies. In their eyes, zombies are controlled by dark spirits and the host body can only be released through physical death. 
Gibb was present with Vallow, Lori Vallow when Chad Daybell first instructed Lori about his theories of zombies over the phone in early 2019. <laughs> Months later, Charles Vallow was killed. This is this is some wild shit. I told you that was. I almost. It, it, it's I almost didn't want to share it. I almost too. didn't want to share it because you know, obviously, death of kids and all that. But right, right. I, as I mean, I was reading it. It's just so insane. It's severely fucked up, but it's just so fucking crazy that people are this stupid. Like, mm-hmm. do you do you think they believe this? And we or are they making it up? And anybody can buy a gun. Just remember this: anybody can buy a gun. <laughs> people that believe people that are walking around that are zombies can buy a gun. It's amazing. You had to shoot him. It's amazing they just didn't kill other people out on on the streets. You know that pissed them off. Let's 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 add another layer here. Prosecutors <laughs> accused Valo Daybell and Daybell of benefiting from the three deaths by funneling money towards themselves in the form of federal benefits and an insurance payout. Their goal, Blake said, was to create a new life together. Charges against Valo Daybell include grand theft with the U.S. government as the victim after she received Social Security funds intended for the care of Tylee Ryan and J.J. Valo and did not report Tylee's death. Oh. The defendant used money, power, and sex to get what she wanted, Blake said in court, according to the Associated Press. It didn't matter what it was. Prosecutors say that in the month before his wife died unexpectedly, Chad Daybell signed paperwork to boost her life insurance with a maximum, maximum allowed under the policy. Fallow Daybell's son, Colby Ryan, and other relatives told their side of the story about her and Chad Daybell last fall when Sins of Our Mother, a true crime series, premiered on Netflix in September. The oh. series is directed by Sky Borgman. There's also a book about the case, When the Moon Turns to Blood, by Portland, Oregon-based journalist Leah Sotley, Sotow, Sotow, who says Lori Vallow went from being a suburban mom in yoga pants to someone caught up in an extreme subculture. I have found in my own reporting that Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell really existed at the fringes, the far right fringes of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and that they kind of were able to meet because of the ecosystem of extremism that exists there. So there you go. Was it Book of Revelation zombies? Was it money? I mean, I think you have to be actually mentally ill to like kill your kids or yeah. whatever yeah I'm, that's just not <laughs> that's where you draw the line that's where it's like even mm-hmm. like if your kid pisses you off they're still your kid yeah but it sounds like it's a little mixture of you know them being crazy and just diabolical at the same time like yeah. just trying to have a you know uh an extraordinary lifestyle almost right but what the fuck, man? Like, they believe people were zombies? Like, the, was it the one kid said they didn't want to watch the other kid? Right. So yeah. they're a zombie. The dark energy has you. Yeah. She's a fucking demon. Next time Rob doesn't come, you're, he's a zombie now. Yeah. You're you're possessed by Lori, Lori or whatever that they, they thought it was. You need an exorcism, boy. Yeah. Like I said, I... I started reading it. I almost, I almost didn't want to want to share it after I started reading. Like that's just nuts. It's just, yeah. Like you, you got to ask yourself, like, do they believe this? And it sounds like maybe they do. Or was it, or was it just more about money? It's just well, even but like how pe- do you, how do you kill your kids just for some money? Yeah, not even a lot of money, I'm sure, but just you know, social security money. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, social security money and insurance can't be that. I mean, most people have a and you know enough insurance to kind of bury somebody and right. take care of loose ends. But 
I mean, you hear you hear more with like spouses. Well, they, you know, they have a yeah. million dollars, you know, insurance policy on their spouse. Yeah, and, to take care of the spouse you, when they they pass away. Yeah, you hear more of that, but not for kids. I, I that's what I mostly hear of, anyways. Man, what a fucking crazy story, though. Yeah, now I gotta watch that documentary this right, weekend. Crazy now. bitch. Yeah. Was it the sins of our mother? Sins yep. of our mother. Yeah. yeah, the sins of our mother. Netflix, everybody. Came out you in September. Want to see some crazy people that believe in zombies? I've heard there's. I, I think there's there's books and writing out there now about um, sort of the the health culture to like crazy people pipeline. Yeah, they said that about the yoga pants there. So I don't, maybe, maybe she wasn't like a health nut or whatever, but they seem to go down a lot of conspiracy roads lately. Yeah. So I know there's a whole well, they, there's literature out there about it. They say that super religious people are more inclined to believe in conspiracy theories, which, I mean, I love conspiracy theories. I've said it here on here a million times. I fucking love conspiracy theories. Do I believe them all? No. Do I think some of them are probably true or some part of them are true? Sure. I mean... I think you you do the ninety ten rule, you know. Ninety percent of them are fake, maybe ten percent are real. But even even the ones maybe you think are possible or even plausible haven't caused you to like change your whole life. No, I mean there's nothing that listen, man, if something happens, something happens. Yeah. It's nothing I can a lot of that shit would be out of my hands. Like say aliens are kidnapping people, so what? As long as I as long as I'm back in my bed in the next day, I don't care. Right. <laughs> you know, like I'm not gonna stay awake every night thinking something's taking me or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Or make sure when the aliens come, they take the pieces of shit here. Or the government doing this and that. Like so what? Mm. The government can watch me and listen to me anytime they want. There's nothing I can do about it. It's but, not like it's not like you have trade secrets you're just giving out random people, you yeah, know what I mean? Some of these people they prepare for the end of the world. And it's just like, listen, the world really ends. It'll end before you have time to think about it. Remember Zombieland? He's like, man, I love rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> Always prepared. There was a, a They really joke. are. Yeah. There was a joke in something I read recently where, like, two survivalists are talking, and one one's like a doomsday prepper guy, and he's telling the other guy everything. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting all this set up, and I'm getting that set up, and I got my shelter. The other guy's like, yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> glad, glad, just, glad you're getting all that ready for me. Yeah, Just make it to Jim's house before he can get down in his cellar. Yeah. And make lock sure, him out of his Jim shit. ain't going to get down there one way or the other. I'm sorry, what was that passcode again? Yeah. I was watching, I think it's like a show on Netflix, like Doomsday Preppers or something. Yeah, me and Tracy watched that. It's, it's, dude, these people have yeah. full blown, like, decorated bathrooms down in their shit. And it's yeah. crazy. This one woman, she had, like, she was, she's like, oh, I love to eat. So she had, like, anything to make gourmet meals and everything. Yeah. But it's just like, but they don't really have any new episodes more recently, those more older ones. But it's interesting. People are fucking crazy, but it's interesting. Yeah, it really is. Um, do we have any more crazy news, Mr. PBS? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 81-year-old? Yep. This one is from a hot sauce, I believe. We're back to back to Florida, man. Of course. Local news. 81-year-old Florida man accused in nationwide fraud scheme fell for romance scam, please say. <laughs> Bobby Crosby faces this, charges of scheming to defraud. This one might hit Rob Zell a little close to home. Mm. <laughs> Look at this guy, man. <laughs> Port Orange, Florida. An 81-year-old Port Orange man was booked Thursday after investigators said he played a role in facilitating a nationwide series of scams dating back to 2021. He 
Port Orange Police Department stated it's received reports from other law enforcement agencies over the past couple of years involving victims of scams in Massachusetts, California, and Michigan. According to an affidavit, the scams involved the victims sending money or gift cards through the mail or payment sites such as Venmo after scammers persuaded victims by pretending to be a family member or falsely telling victims they owed money. You guys ever get those calls like, uh, you have a pending court case or whatever. Oh, yeah. Please call us back in 24 hours. I always get like the, uh, I get messages sometimes from guys in like India <laughs> and they're like, you not pay taxes. And if you do not call us back, I call police. And I'm like, no one that's ever <laughs> calling you to tell you that they're going to call the police will tell you they're calling the police on you. I well, get, send them over, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I get like, uh, the debt collection agency. We've taken over on the, uh, blah, 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 blah. And like, like, I don't own any debt. Have you seen the lady on TikTok that, like, talks to these people and she records them? I've seen. I've seen. I, I've seen. I've quite a few, She's like, yeah. so I need to go to the store and I need to get you a $100 Target gift card. But what if I get you a Burger King gift card? <laughs> and the guys get so pissed, they start screaming at her. They're like, fucking go get the card. <laughs> Are you that fucking stupid? Yeah. You just fucking with me? Oh, they get so pissed. No, no, no! Listen to me. Yeah, don't put it. Don't put it on your account. Send it to me. Yeah, she's like, so you want me to send this to you again? <laughs> they get so pissed I, off. I know the girl you're talking about. But I've seen a few other ones who who do that. Yeah, it's so great. I love when people fuck with with them, and they get so pissed. They're scumbags. Yeah, I mean, I get it. They're just trying to make a, a living over there, but they know what they're fucking yeah. doing. I've seen ones where like the hackers they hack in, and they actually see like the video recording, like oh well, hey, what's up, Julian, or or whatever. <laughs> they get start freaking out, panicking. He's like, oh wait, the cops are on the way too. It's a raid. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that, and then they run around and they're pulling everything yeah. out of the. Yeah, yeah, cops are coming. I get one uh, every now and again, like uh, we've locked your Apple account. Like I don't have an Apple account. <laughs> yeah, I, I get the ones. It's like, uh, please call us. You have. Uh, what do they call it when you you you've stopped paying on something, um, and they they turn it over to creditors, oh. defraud on payment, or is it yeah, something like yeah, that? Something like yeah. that. But it's like it's always like you you are in the red on your student loans, and I'm like I don't have any <laughs> delete. Well, I like when they send like one. It's it's like oh your bank. I'm like yeah, that's not even my fucking bank. It's just like it's not even a proper right. like phone number. I don't have I don't have a policy with you. Just leave me alone. I wonder. I still wonder how people kind of fall for those scams because even a lot of places anymore say it's like we will not call you. We will send you a letter or this or that. You know. Police said that in April 2021, law enforcement in these areas were able to crack shipments to the home of Bobby Crosby, now 81, who lived in Port Orange with his wife. When police confronted Crosby, he admitted to receiving victims' money and other items through the mail. About a for about a year, though he has said he didn't know who was putting together the scams, the affidavit shows. However, Crosby said he was receiving the money on behalf of a woman whom he met through Facebook Messenger the year prior, prior police said. Detectives explained that Crosby deposited most of the money he received into his local bank account, and he typically withdrew the money to forward to Bitcoin accounts provided by the Facebook Messenger contact. According to police, Crosby asked police several times for the address of one of the victims so that he could return their money, though police were unable to provide him with the information due to the investigation. At this time, Crosby was not arrested, court records show. Police returned Crosby home the next month for another discussion, and he told them he'd received tens of thousands of dollars in cash, checks, money order, gift cards, electronics, furniture, and toys over the past year, the records say. While he forwarded much of the money, he was allowed to keep a modest fee, police said. 
Following the discussion, Crosby later contacted police to say he found out he'd been receiving the money from an unknown female who was defrauding victims in different parts of the U.S., investigators said. According to Crosby, he usually spoke with the person on social media prior to being sent money, during which time he was told how to send those shipments to her, police said. Crosby also explained that he had been told he was helping process government funds, but the person later closed her social media accounts, police said. Police said Crosby had planned to keep the money for himself if the female didn't contact him again. But upon learning about the fraud investigation, he wanted to return the money to his rightful owner. I'm sure he did. Police said that most of the money received by Crosby had already been forwarded, though they were able to receive $11,000 from Crosby to return to one of the victims. A police report from April 22nd, April 2022, nearly a year later, shows that Crosby had likely been scammed himself by online Bitcoin investors who pushed him to send them (laughs) roughly... $280,000 $280,000 over the course of the two years prior. Jesus Christ. Like, who has this kind of money to just throw around the old, Bitcoin? Old, these, dudes, old dudes living in Florida? These old people that just made money back in the day. I mean, fuck. In September 2022, police in Texas contacted Port Orange Police over another fraud case, this time with a victim sending $6,700 in cash to Crosby's home after being falsely told she would win a big prize, police said. Police interviewed Crosby again at his home in October 22, learning that his wife had died and that he was now forced to put his house up for sale due to due in part to financial troubles. He told police that he had no nearby family and had to take care of himself, officers added. Crosby admitted to receiving victims' packages, though he again stated that he didn't know who was conducting the scams, police said. The affidavit shows Crosby was continuing to forward the money he received to someone else via Bitcoin transactions, just as he had done the year prior. According to Crosby, he had found someone on a dating website who was responsible for sending these funds over, police said. The account had told him they received an inheritance and wanted to move in with Crosby, police said. Oh, Jesus. Text Mm. messages between the account and Crosby show he was forwarding thousands of dollars he received in the mail from fraud victims. This is the uh, uh, text messages. Honey, okay, honey, please probably... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, honey... Please, probably, you might get a package by Tuesday from FedEx, and I want you to help me send it as soon as you can, as soon as you get it. Okay, my love? Crosby, how much? Account, $5,500. Crosby, can you get some through and char with me? I am desperate. <laughs> Account, it's not mine, honey, but I but am working on something very soon for both of us. Crosby, I have about $200 left in my bill paying account, and I've got multiple bills that I have not paid yet. One of them... $800. Crosby, well, you see my income now. I get $1,647 a month Social Security. And then every six months, I get about four to $500 every six months. And then have another source. I'm in partnerships with someone. And they're supposed to be paying me $3,000 a year for my interest in this business. So that's it. And I have a little bit of pocket money, but very little. I think probably $30 or $40. I was just letting you know right up front what I'm facing. <laughs> Crosby, okay, I'll get back with you. Account, okay, babe. (laughs) Account, you said you need about $200 to pay some of your bills. Crosby, I said that I had $200 left in my bank account, and I needed over, I needed two or $3,000 to pay some bills. Account, that a lot. That a lot. Crosby, yes, it is. Uh, Other conversations show that Crosby had continued to forward money to the account as his financial condition became increasingly worse. Crosby then returned a cashier's check to police for $15,000 that he had received in the mail from a fraud victim. In the months that followed, investigators found that the people to whom Crosby forwarded money were based out of Nigeria. Court records. There's, Ni- there's goddamn Nigerian princes. The Nigerian prince. Nah. 
The investigators said Crosby had transferred more than $634,000 between June 16, 2020 and December 17, oh, 2022. According to the affidavit, a warrant God. was later issued for Crosby's arrest. He was booked Thursday, faces a charge of organized scheme to defraud, and has held off $50,000 bond. And we know he ain't got enough money to pay for that. Yeah, but say he ain't got no money for that. I kind of feel sorry for that guy. I mean, that's the question: is, is he is he just a pawn, or did he know what he was into? Dude, I don't think they they know. I don't yeah. think these people know. They they kind of go for more of elderly people who really don't understand. And you know, I mean, it, it, it's sad, dude. It really yeah. is sad. These old people they get scammed. Yeah, and they're so lonely. They'll do anything thinking that somebody is gonna. Re- reciprocate some love to them for yeah, it, you yeah. know, like he was doing that even when his wife was still alive. So, yeah. Well, you know, his wife probably didn't love him. She probably talked down to him, called him fat. Maybe, maybe she was uh, uh, ill. Yeah, it's go- it's going to turn around where he actually probably killed her. This guy <laughs> probably thought he was going to get laid or something, yeah. you know, doing this. But at some point, you still, I don't know. Do you lose like the common sense factor when you age and you're just like, oh, I got to think if if. <laughs> If if people are randomly sending you money and somebody's like, yeah, just forward that on to me, like I'm part of a scam here, something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point, something's got to click. But I don't know. I mean, I've heard of people that just are so lonely. They send money, you know, thinking that those people are going to show up one day and mm-hmm. that they think they're legitimately helping somebody. But man, my dude, he got played. He got played like a mofo. I don't, I don't mind, you know. Like, you know, you shared that video uh, this week or last week about a dude asking for uh, help filling his one-gallon gas can. Yeah. And people were like, fuck off, and pulling mm-hmm. knives on him and stuff. Had a gun pulled on him. <laughs> well, no, not a gun, but yeah, a knife, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Even if it's a scam, like, I'm one of those people, like, I'd rather give somebody just a couple bucks to get some gas. Yeah. In in the thinking that that probably needs it, that person needs it, rather than I might be giving it to somebody who doesn't. I've totally given somebody five bucks at the pump before. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, it's weird nowadays they're getting the, like, if you say like, oh man, I don't have any cash on me. They're like, well, you can put your card in for me. Like, oh, no, <laughs> yeah. just go away. Like, I, I don't, obsessive. I don't mind trying to help people, but like, I wouldn't be going, uh, whatever he was, $200,000 in debt or something. Just to, right. Like, I'm not get like, I need money to survive. Yeah. Like I'm not giving you everything that I've worked for yeah. that I, you know, is supposed to last me till I die. <laughs> I'm happy to throw a couple bucks your way. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I was. You need a twenty to get some McDonald's and and uh, you know a couple you know dollars for gas. Sure. But I, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not giving you my life savings, bitch. Fuck yeah. off. Well, I was I, down. Uh, well, I was downtown uh, for jury duty. Like I was walking by, the guy's like, "Hey, I need twenty bucks." He's like yelling it out. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. "These people." I was like, "Man, that fucking inflation, bro." Yeah. <laughs> listen, these people that do that, they know that they can get money eventually yeah. for hounding people. So there's no reason for them to go out and. Yeah. It's like the people at Panhandle. Yeah. They make more panhandling than they would at a, a you know regular nine to five job. So why would you work it? Yeah. And you can get that money. And there's people who are professional. They're like, you got to make sure you do, you know you look like you're down. You're looking not too much. Like you're oh, yeah. you're trying. You're working hard to get back to it. And they have the, the dog to seal it off. You know? So you <laughs> See, feel bad. Need you dog food. Yeah. Yeah. You want that dog to eat. <laughs> you don't care about the person. Like yeah. You better yeah. be taking care of that dog. Yeah. You give him a sandwich. <laughs> oh, is that for me? No, it's your, for, for your I, dog, dude. I still remember like being at a holiday parade with my mom and one of her coworkers and her kids. And they bought this homeless guy a hot dog. Yeah. 
and he opened it up and he was like, I don't like this shit. And he threw it away. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's maybe your only meal. Pick off what you don't like and eat it. I'm, I'm down on my luck, but not that down on my luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was with my mom one time. We were, I think, going to Max and Irma's and this guy was like, how and she's like, if I give you the money, what are you going to do it for? And he said something. She's like, don't fucking lie to me. You're going to go drink, aren't you? He's like, yeah, I want to go drink. Okay, well, here, just get the fuck out of my face. Hey, it's <laughs> like it's like our, our boy Backpack from back in the day. Is he still alive? Is he still, is he still roaming the grounds of Great Southern? That might be a person who should be uh, not, by not great so, they've got They've gotten, uh, they, they clear out Great Southern fairly regularly anymore because they're getting tired of it oh they round up all the the homeless yeah they've, crew. they've, go, they've gone they've gone back there a couple times like maybe <laughs> like maybe every six months or a year i just imagine like people going back there with blow torches and you know blowing everything out yeah. like, get out of here get out of here get out of here you homeless Did, scumbag didn't, didn't we see backpack somewhere or or maybe jason said he saw him somewhere no uh gay gay lord sent me a picture maybe that's what it was and he was somewhere, like, he was at the Red Fest. Yeah, maybe that was it. He was down there. I was like, yeah, that's Backpack. He's still alive, huh? But, uh, yeah, dude, that dude, he used to just, he, he, he had, I heard at one point he had money. Mm-hmm. Enough money to pay for an apartment and live, you know, a decent life. But he just loved fucking doing drugs and drinking and sleeping outside. Yeah. Fucking rock and roller, man. Yeah, dude, he loved it. What, what are you gonna? What, so, what were you saying? What was I gonna get to the point? So, backpack is no more at the stores, right? So, man, that's crazy because that was like an everyday thing. Yes, sounded like they were like rounding them up like cattle. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just admit. Do you think they bring in the horses and they chase them down, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know the heap style? And they yeah, fucking rope them and shit and drag them. I don't, I don't know if they do that anymore. <laughs> huh. Wrong, get. I, I got some of that Sunny D vodka uh, spritzers in there if you want them or whatever drink, the fuck they're called. I can't drink vodka. Why not? Because I break out and I look like I get fucked up. Oh, that sucks. It's, every time I drink vodka. It's okay. I mean, it's not the best thing in the world, but it's worth trying. Okay. I want to see it. Can we just, no, while we have the it. camera rolling, can no. we just. No. Why not? We want to see your allergic reaction, Rob. Do you have no. an EpiPen or anything? Yeah, that no. No. What? Because I don't go around drinking vodka all the fucking time like it's water. What happens <laughs> if you have some spaghetti sauce with vodka in it? I don't have vodka sauce. But what happens if it, if you do on accident? I don't know. I, I think maybe it wouldn't be much. I think it's like this splash. is like I think this is like your cat allergy. What if what no. if you go to the spaghetti warehouse and it's all around you? I don't go to spaghetti warehouse. Do you see they're moving their location to downtown? I'm I, like that's the whole point of. Yeah. That's the only reason you go to the Spaghetti Warehouse is to see all the old shit in that building. Right. Yeah. And, like, the food is absolutely garbage. It's it's not good at all. Subpar. I, I went there a couple years ago after uh, reading Rambo and I went to that Marvel exhibit at Kosai. Yeah. I got some chicken Alfredo, and it tasted like a Weight Watchers microwavable. Oh, no. It was so awful. Like, the only thing that was worth anything of... Uh, value there to me was the breadsticks and i mean it's like how do you fuck up bread you can't right you just bake it and it's Trust good me, you probably can't yeah you, you can but if you're messing up the breadsticks or the bread rolls whatever you know right that's where i've had it <laughs> they're so fucking awful and they're they're take i mean are they gonna i gotta imagine they gotta take some of the stuff that's in there there to the new place or it's just not gonna be worth it mm. that was the whole point of that place was the atmosphere yeah yeah 
No, no more. No more. Yep. Um, so we have one more crazy news article. Oh, one or two more. Uh, let's go with, uh, I found this one while we were out. Oh yeah. College student. College student who killed a man with sword sentenced twice to 55 years in prison from, uh, <laughs> NPR WSU news here. So do you think before he killed these people, he was like, there can only be one. <laughs> There could only be one. It's got to be an overweight white guy. <laughs> I bet he fucking cosplayed. It is an overweight white guy. What do you know about that? Now, yeah. here's here, I read this, and this part of the story happens in the Northeast. So while I'm reading this, I want you to imagine like this is a Stephen King story, because this is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> I, got, I, got halfway, I got halfway through reading it. I'm like, this is a Stephen King story. <laughs> A Connecticut court issued a second 55-year prison sentence to a man who attacked two people with a samurai sword, killing one and severely injuring the other. It's the second sentence, and identical in length, for Peter Manfredonia, 26, who also fatally shot a man and kidnapped his girlfriend before leading police on a six-day manhunt across several states in 2020. Manfredonia was a senior studying finance and mechanical engineering at the University of Connecticut when, quote, he just flipped, according to his arrest warrant, and fatally struck 62-year-old Theodore DeMyers with a sword on May 22, 2020, outside the man's home in Wilmington, Connecticut. Manfredonia then attacked the man who came to DeMyers' rescue, John Franco, who was 80 years old at the time, leaving him with severe injuries to his neck, his hands, neck, and head. Manfredonia broke into a nearby home and took a third man hostage for 24 hours. A day later, he drove across the state to Derby and fatally shot a former classmate and kidnapped the classmate's girlfriend. He let her go, physically unharmed, at a rest stop in New Jersey. After a six-day search, police arrested Manfredonia at a truck stop in Hagerstown, Maryland, without incident. On Wednesday, the defendant was sentenced to 55 years in prison for the second killing and the kidnapping. On Thursday, he was sentenced to an additional 55 years in prison for the sword attacks court document show. Between the two cases, he pleaded guilty to five counts of murder, assault, kidnapping, and home invasion. Both of his sentences will run concurrently, and he agreed not to seek early release as part of his plea bargains, the Associated Press reports. The victims and their families in both cases agreed to the plea bargain after months of discussion, according to reporting from Connecticut Public Radio. This week's sentencing hearing came with a, several days of emotional testimony from victims and eyewitnesses. Sydney Demers, the widow of the man killed by samurai sword, told the court she believed her husband's killer deserved the death penalty, even though Connecticut outlawed capital punishment in 2016. It was like being in a war zone, she said. All I could focus on was reassuring Ted that he was going to be okay and he would put his body back together. Oh, my God. We will get through this. We had gotten through so much together up until this point. He was still alive when he was taken away, but he never came home, she added. My husband's life was stolen from him viciously. Life as I know it, knew it was stolen from me. My world... As I knew, it came to an end. State Attorney Matthew uh, Gadansky said that Manfredoni was in Demir's neighborhood because he planned to kill his ex-girlfriend who lived nearby, the AP reported. Michael Dolan, the defendant's lawyer, said his client has bipolar disease and anxiety and was actually planning to commit suicide in front of the woman as part of a psychotic episode. Witnesses said Demir's thought Manfredoni has crashed it, had crashed his motorcycle and was offering to help when he was attacked, according to several media accounts of the trial. Manfredonia apologized twice in court this week, directing separate comments to each of the victims and to their families. Wow. That's a lot to unpack. I, I feel like that should have already been a movie at this point. We just... 
we really need to invest in mental health, <laughs> like across the world. I mean, it's just got to be there, you well, know. Especially here, yeah, yeah. Especially here, there's just too much shit going yeah, on. Well, especially the past couple articles, you can tell mental health is a major issue. People go crazy and they just start fucking killing people, man. It's like, just like the dude wants to die. I'm like, can we just go ahead and skim the death penalty? I mean, he wants to kill himself so fucking bad, so might as well just go ahead and do it. Yeah, like why do we even waste our? Let's just shoot him. Yeah. Well, it's it's not fair. I don't fucking care. Hang that fat fuck. I don't care. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Get out of here. Now, it's like, what do we do to animals that viciously attack people and maul them? We like, put them down with no question. We put them down with no question. There is no rehabilitation. No. And same I mean, thing sometimes these- people do, but, I mean, when dogs attack people, I mean, they put them down. I mean, mm-hmm. but, I mean, what? it's just... I've, uh, I don't know, I've never, like, I get you got, if you got your own kind of death wish, I get it, I guess. But, like, to hurt other people. Like, if, if he was going, if he was planning to go to his girlfriend's house and kill, ex-girlfriend's house and kill himself. I mean, that's one thing. But but then to start killing other people. It's just yeah. A, he was like, fuck like, it, there can only be one. Yeah. What the fuck are you, Connor McLeod from the Clan McLeod? A sixty-year-old man and an eighty-year-old man. Like yeah, it's not like he's he's not going after these young fucking bucks now. He's getting old people too. The fact that he had a samurai sword. Yeah, was well, on his fucking back while he's riding his motorcycle? He said he thought he crashed his motorcycle. So was he just carrying that motherfucker on his back? I don't know, man. It's just, it's a bizarre story. God damn. This might be a Stephen King novel. All right, so we got one last crazy one, news. One last one, one here, dude. This was like the whole fucking show, man. <laughs> Uh, they, they, it's just so much crazy. I'm like, wow. And you, you, you did, you did your part getting these. Uh, I found that. some nutty ones. That's for sure. Yeah, fantastic. I, I think this one's. I think nobody dies in this one. <laughs> I think <laughs> a woman gets 21 years for trying to kill her doppelganger with poisoned cheesecake. The word doppel <laughs> the that word. The word doppelganger, and they really got me. Like, oh, I got to know about this. Yeah, let's read that one real quick. A Russian woman living in New York City was sentenced to 21 years in jail for poisoning her similar-looking friend with sedative-laced cheesecake then stealing her identification and other valuables. A jury convicted A jury convicted Victoria Nazrova, 47, of attempted murder, assault, and other charges in February. Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz announced her sentence this week nearly seven years after the made-for-TV incident. A ruthless and calculating con artist is going to prison for a long time for trying to murder her way to personal profit and gain, Kat said in a statement. (laughs) Thankfully, the victim survived the attack on her life, and we were able to deliver justice to her. The New York Post reports that the judge delivered Nazrova's sentence, called her an extremely dangerous woman with a diabolical scheme, and that she cursed at him as she left the courtroom. Nazrova's lawyer, Jose Nives, told NPR in an email that he had filed an appeal against the verdict and sentencing, which will focus on legal procedural errors and evidentiary issue that occurred during her trial. The defense believes that Judge Holder's sentence was excessive and inappropriate given Ms. Nazrova's life circumstances, her mental illness history, family support, and her traumatic experiences while living in the United States. And we've all got traumatic experiences. Right, right. Now, Zrova is a Russian national and will likely be deported after her release from prison. Well, you know she's going to the front lines in Ukraine. <laughs> Prosecutors argued that Nazrova had poisoned her friend in order to steal her identity so that she wouldn't have to return to Russia where she is wanted for a 2014 murder. This just sounds like one of those early 90s 
Sounds like a made for TV movie. Yeah. yeah. Is that on Lifetime? Right. It it sounds like a Lifetime movie. Yeah. yeah. It does. Nazrova brought cheesecake over to beautician, beautician Olga. I'm not even going to try to pronounce her last name. T S V Y K. Zvik. Zvik. Home Zvik. on August 28th, 2016. The two were close in age and appearance at the time, the district attorney's office notes. Both had dark hair, same complexion, and other similar physical traits, it added. Additionally, they were both Russian-speaking. The other woman had a Ukrainian passport, according to the BBC and NBC News. Nazrova ate two pieces of cheesecake and offered the third slice, the BBC reported. Uh, She felt sick after eating the cheesecake and went to lie down. She was violently vomiting, floating in and out of consciousness, and terrified there was something seriously wrong with her, assistant DA told him. Uh, so the last thing she remembered before pressing out was seeing Nazrova walking around her room. The next day, a friend told her, discovered her unconscious in bed with pills scattered around her body, as if she, wow, as if she had attempted to kill herself. Prosecutor said she was taken to a hospital for treatment. <laughs> Upon returning home, she realized that her passport and employment authorization card were missing, as were a gold ring and other unspecified valuables. Federal law enforcement agents tested cheesecake residue in the empty dessert container, as well as the pills found on the floor. Both came back for Phenazepam. Come on, Mr. Nurse. Which prosecutors describe as a highly potent sedative. It is available for prescription in Russia, but not controlled in the U.S. Oh, wow. She laced a slice of cheesecake with a deadly drug so she could steal her unsuspecting victim's most valuable possession, her identity. That's crazy because she ate, was it, she said three? Yeah, two pieces and two pieces. There was a third one. So she wow. probably just laced the third piece. Yeah. But you know, it's like one of those scenes in the movie like where you're trying to remember which cup you poisoned. It, yeah, yeah. I, like <laughs> when, I, when I heard that, I was thinking of the um, the Princess Diaries. The Princess Bride? Or Princess oh, Bride. Sorry, not Princess Diaries. Yeah. Princess Bride. Inconceivable. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, last bit here. Interpol had a red notice out for Nazarova. This wasn't her first brush with the law or with poison authorities, say. She's accused of killing her friend, Ala Alexenko, and stealing her life savings in Russia in 2014. The following year, Interpol issued a red notice for her arrest for murder, and in, in other words, a request to law enforcement worldwide to locate and provisionally arrest a person pending their extradition or surrender. Private investigator Herman Weisberg told CBS News that once in New York, Nazrova began working as an escort or dominatrix who would sedate her clients and then rob them of their jewelry and other possessions. <laughs> now, this sounds like a good fucking movie, man. One of them, Ruben Borukov, testified at Nazrova's trial that she drugged him during a date after which he woke up with $2,600 in unknown charges on his credit card and a missing watch. Nazrova was arrested in March 2017 on charges including attempted murder and grand larceny. The following year, speaking to CBS News from Rikers Island, uh, Nazrova said Russian police were framing her for the 2014 murder. I am not a killer, she said. I'm a woman. Only woman. I'm woman. Only woman. Is that your pronouns, ma'am? I am woman. Do you, do you think this is like some uh, like John Wick thing? Like yeah, you, got, you got all these Russians and these charges and things going in. This is like some political thriller John Wick stuff. It mm-hmm. sounds something... Something crazy is going on there. Like a Tom Clancy book. She was like, have some of this cheesecake. It's See, very I mean, good for it's you. It's good. It's good for you. It is good. You think that's what Rob Zilla thinks every time you try to get him some food? <laughs> Here, Rob, have finish this for me. Or we, have this. 
would you have cheesecake again after that? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't no. think I could ever have, have cheesecake. Have some, again. Like PTSD. Yeah. You see cheesecake and you start like shaking. Like, oh, fuck, I gotta start get out of here. Yeah, shaking, cold sweats and get shit. The, get me the fuck out of here you now. Think, you think she's got like an asshole friend? Like, we'd be like, hey, you want to go to the cheesecake factory? <laughs> yeah. That lady will not be ever enjoying a dinner at the cheesecake no. factory. <laughs> she is making her own meals forever from now on. Right. <laughs> It's the cheesecake factory. Like, I brought you some food. I don't walk and want it. <laughs> she sets it on fire with a fucking it's torch. cheesecake. It is good. <laughs> I am woman. I am woman. Only I woman. You cheesecake you eat, okay? Only woman. <laughs> I, am, I am woman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be saying that for the next two weeks now. I am woman. Only woman. You roar, right? You only woman. You roar, right? Me and my girlfriend watched the... Uh, the Iron Sheik documentary that came on AEW or A&E recently. Oh, man, I would love to watch that. It's, it's pretty good. but there's, He's fucking crazy, dude. He's uh, They were showing like some of his old promos. So he goes like, Iran number one, Iran number one. So me and her are just going around the house saying Iran number one. <laughs> and, like, we're going to be saying that out in the public. And they actually like, Iran number one, it, Iran number one. They had like sound clips they would play on the Howard Stern show for years. He was uh, he was in some heavy drug addiction there for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> That's Where, not surprising with that. Yeah, they had like a phone call or something that he did. He's like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Randy Savage, <laughs> you bitch, <laughs> no baby oil." Oh, there is uh, Hulk Hogan's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he talks mad shit about everybody. Yeah. Like, he he fucking hates everybody, dude. He was a, he was a real deal wrestler. Yeah. Like, Okay, so crazy news is finally over after a fucking hour. Thank goodness. That was uh, <laughs> a pure joy. A fucking a, hour of crazy news. And realizing there's a lot of mental health issues in the world. I, I think, if anything, they could just play that first hour at a congressional hearing. Uh-huh. And they could probably drum some kind of money up for mental health after that. Your Honor, well, I, or what, what do they say? Like, I request to enter the, enter the record of the Sleazy Podcast <laughs> with, without objection. Do you yeah. think somebody would get up and be like, now listen. This is America. If you want to be crazy, you can be crazy and oh, kill people. Oh, I know who that would be. If Listen, if you want to use a samurai sword and just kill a motherfucker on the side of the road, have at it. While driving to your ex-girlfriends. And yeah. then kidnapping her. And then if you want to kill yourself in front of her, that's perfectly fine. It's a free country. It's a free country. You have the right to do that. You do you. <laughs> you do you. You do you, sir. Okay. I often wonder, like, how does anybody leave the house anymore? <laughs> it's getting, yeah. It's getting like, you know, you see people. Hey, you guys want to go out? Fuck no, I want to go out. You, showed us, you, you shared it with us the TikTok of like the woman yelling at the other woman at the gas station. Like, I wouldn't want to mess with anybody. And it, like, somebody's out in public. Fuck you. Like, yeah, buddy. Fuck me. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. It's just insane, dude. Like, like who you who wants to get in any kind of argument anymore? <laughs> like, let me just go home, okay? You know, you see people like doing pranks in public. Like, bro, you're gonna get shot. You're just going to get shot. Don't do that to people. <laughs> There's been people on YouTube and who've been shot because they're fucking around. Man, what was that video that Rob sent us? I got to find that real quick. <laughs> this is the best thing in the world. That shit was... It, I was in, like, tears <laughs> watching that. I was, too, when I first saw it. Didn't we... Is that what you're talking about, where the guy got uh, shot or whatever? It was. I think it was in the group chat sometime this week. Like, a guy who did pranks... He he did pranks and then like someone like ended up sh- like shooting him. Right. It was like and, like one and of he, those. even his dad was kind of like, yeah, he kind of deserved it. He was yeah. messing with people. We told him not to. Dude, these these memes that people are making of Arnold Schwarzenegger from uh, 
Uh, total Recall. What yeah. the fuck did I do now? <laughs> get your, get your fucking hands off me. What the <laughs> fuck did I do? What did I do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like when you get kicked out of heaven for like the memes you posted. What the fuck? Oh, those carton arc ones are hilarious. Little spider, too. you got to go over there on the floor. Is it really? Yeah, right there. Go stomp on it. I don't, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a spider stomper. Rob, stomp on it. Kill it. Jesus fucking Christ! How big is it? I mean, it's a fucking not, tarantula. I mean, it's not that big, but it's not definitely. Fucking, look at it. Take a picture. Just kill it, dude. <laughs> Motherfucker might lift me up in juice. No, just stomp on him. <laughs> it's, it's gonna John Wick me. It's a wolf spider. I bet wolf spiders are good for you. Well, not when they're in my territory. <laughs> I'm looking. I don't. Oh, here we go. I found it. Are you going to kill that thing? Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to watch this first. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got to see if I can't get this. How do I get this? Enlarge. Enhance. Yeah, I want it to be full screen. Motherfucker's going to pull a fucking gun on me. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't stomping on shit, bitch. Oh, it's a uh, it's a reel, so I don't think it's going to go uh, full screen. But we can still play it. I mean, play hopefully. As as Rob Zillow's been sharing a lot of reels lately. I don't know yeah. what's up with it. Yeah, I just yes. I just come across them and I just think they're funny. Okay, so <laughs> oh, how do we get the okay? <laughs> oh, I have the sound turned off on uh, oh, Facebook, yeah. so it won't play. But anyways, it's it's this <laughs> it's a picture from a movie and this nun picks up a phone and then she holds a gun to it and it she shoots the gun into the phone and it shoots the person on the other line. <laughs> Bam. I think this is from some TV show that was on one of the streaming platforms or whatever. You going to kill that spider rob? Yeah. Kill it real quick. And we'll, we'll just vacuum it up later. When we get done recording. Where to go? Jesus Christ. Look at it. Oh, yeah, that is a big guy. That's, That's a, a wolf spider. That's a big fucker. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 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 it dodged Rob. <laughs> we should have been recording that. Motherfucker juke me. It made, did juke you, dude. I wish you made it after that. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't get me, bitch. <laughs> Fucking juke me, bro. Uh he did. He juked you out of your shoes. <laughs> Rob Della had to do some tap dancing there. <laughs> I wish I would have fell and then would attack me. That'd be fucking funny. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? That'd be like arachnophobia. Fuck! It's on me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude. Like Home Alone. <laughs> what are you doing, Marv? Marv. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I had the sound muted for my Facebook tab. So, because yeah. so many people message me, we'd be recording, and you'd hear doop. I can only imagine when your phone goes off. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's you know it doesn't bother me a whole lot, but when I'm trying to do something, I'm like, God damn it! And you know, I know, like I, I don't, I send a lot of messages myself too, mainly TikToks. It's it's the gift that keeps on giving. But don't you dare take away my TikTok. I know, fuck that. I better never take it away. No. All right, so like I said earlier, I. Uh, I watched a bunch of shows, man, but we're only going to talk about Night Agent first. And for those of you that don't know what Night Agent is, it's on Netflix. 
let's see here. It is starring uh, Gabriel Basso as Peter Sutherland. I hope I'm not butchering, it, butchering his last name. Is it Basso or Basso? Um, I'm just seeing here maybe the proper way to say it here. Uh, Basso. Basso. Basso, I believe it's pronounced. Okay. Uh, who else is in this? I, there's really no nobody famous yeah, in this that I, mean, I know of. This uh, Lucianne Buchanan was the other the other chick that starred opposite. Rose. Rose. Yeah, Rose Larkin. Rose, yep. But uh, basically, so the show is about a low-level FBI agent named Peter Sutherland. Junior. He, junior. Yeah, Junior. Let's get that straight. Junior. He works in the basement of the White House, and he sits in a fucking small-ass office with no windows. And I don't even think there's a... Well, he has a laptop, right? I I, I don't even think there's... Well, I think he might bring it with him, but he's yeah. just... It's basically, he has, like, some and there's documents and... Old-ass um, line phone. And he mans the phone that never rings, but it rings this one night. And the girl, Rose, she happens to be staying with... She's, like, a failed cybersecurity... Entrepreneur. Uh, entrepreneur, and she ends up staying with her aunt and uncle. And in the middle of the night, some bad guys come in, and, you know, her aunt and uncle tell her to get lost. But before they tell her to get lost, they're like, call this number and tell them this, this, and this. Yeah, tell them this code. And she runs to the neighbor's house, calls the number where she encounters Peter Sutherland Jr. And uh, from there, you know, you've got a huge political thriller, uh, action political thriller. We'll say that. Uh, very action packed, and I mean, dude, I, I was entertained by it. It was solid. Yeah, it was a really solid series from start to finish. And I mean, there might have only been like one episode where I was kind of disinterested. Yeah, but for the most part, it it kept me entertained. I mean, it wasn't like twenty four good, mm. but it was still good. I mean, if you're interested in those kind of movies or or shows like you know Jack Ryan or yeah, if you're or a Tom, Reacher, if you're you a know. Tom Clancy fan. And like you, like you said, Reacher or any of those, you're, it's right up your alley. You're gonna yeah. love it. I mean, it is it is a good show, and uh, it's kind of funny. Like I felt like he was too much of a Boy Scout, <laughs> but I mean he, that's the character he played. Yeah, but uh, I felt like there was a couple of times he would have been smoked. It wasn't for for Rose, right? Right. He I'm got, like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> he got extremely lucky in a couple episodes, but. Once again, one of those shows I started, and I was like, "Oh man, I gotta watch another episode." Yeah, gotta watch another episode. Gotta watch mm-hmm. another episode. Then before I know it, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and those are about like forty four, forty five minutes a piece. Yeah, they're de- yeah. I mean, your your typical normal episode range. Mm-hmm. But I hope uh, you enjoyed it because you know it's a Netflix show, so you know you ain't getting no season two. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, listen the 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 way it ends, it ends in a way where if it doesn't get a renewal, it's fine. I'm satisfied. Yeah. So it's not a big deal to me if it doesn't it doesn't get another season. Like everything doesn't need to have multiple seasons either. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I kind of look at things now. As long as long as they give it an ending that satisfies me and kind of, you know, gives it a nice ending and wraps it up to that part of the story, then yeah, that's fine. What pisses me off is when, you know, a show ends on a cliffhanger and right. you you don't get any closure out of it. Yeah. Like, the way that this ends, like, it can go on and it can end. It's just, you, you know, it's up to them, I guess. Those are the best endings, too. Yeah. When, when you can actually build off something. Honestly, if not, it's fine. I mean, yeah, I would like to have more more Night Agent, 
but uh i mean it was a good it was a good story and i'm fine with it if it doesn't get another season or anything like that right but uh yeah a solid watch man solid watch is that on? Can we rank that on Letterbox or do they? I I typed in the night agent. And yeah, it didn't came show up. up. Certain shows you can, certain you can't. Yeah, that's I think if it throws me off. If it's a limited series, I think you can. And that's so. where I kind of forget on certain shows I watch too. If it's not on Letterbox, I forgot. It's to weird like how they do down. that. Like, yeah. why don't they just include shows? Yeah, I mean, I get, I I know it's film centric, but. I don't know. I, I, maybe they should do another one separate where you can well, rank shows. Well, so there's, going, a, there's another site or app or whatever. I think it's called Serialized. Yeah. That I've seen people using it, and it's used for like TV shows. Oh, that okay. would be cool. I don't know if it's quite as cool because as Letterboxd. The, and all the that. other show we're going to talk about, Beef, it's, they have it on there. I was able to rank that, but Night Agent, that's what kind of throws me off. Yeah. I mean, so. I feel like Night Agent was like, it could have been a movie, mm. but yeah. they, 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 you know, they made a show and explored a little bit more of it. And that's fine, but it, it is very like Tom Clancy esque, and uh, <laughs> like man, it's the only thing missing from it is like uh, Kiefer Sutherland or something he, like he that. Yeah, someone like that. Yeah, but uh, they did have a uh, what's his face, uh, Robert Patrick. Yeah, uh, Hawkins, the old Terminator. Hawkins, yeah, yeah, he's in it for a little bit. Uh, director of the FBI is was. Yeah, was. yeah. So I mean, look, he was probably the most notable person in it. Yeah, and, yeah. but for uh, you know a show that d- didn't really have star power or anything, like they really did a good job with it, and mm-hmm. you know kept you invested in it. And uh, I mean, the casting they did do a good job. Yeah. There are some there are some parts where the performances come across a little cheesy, mm-hmm. but I mean. A big deal. I mean, you're not going to get absolute great performances out of everybody in every episode. Well, I mean, it's more like you know, for me, it was like Peter Sutherland's character because he's he's the yeah. tries to you know be the perfect the you know the perfect soldier, the the perfect this, and you know prove his worth. And well, and that's part of the storyline is yeah. his dad was an agent and he goes down for some treason of some sort. Well, yeah. And he spends, you know, Peter has a chip on his shoulder uh, trying to prove that his dad was innocent. And, you know, he kind of gets overlooked because his dad was a traitor and somehow he makes it. Yeah. But excellent show. I mean, if you're bored and you love political thrillers, this is right up your alley. Like, if you're a Jack Reacher fan, like Rob Zilla said, or, uh, you know, Tom Clancy, uh, I mean, it's right up your alley. It's 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 closer to you know Tom Clancy because Reacher's got more it's it's more a lot more humor to it I would assume but you know. there's a couple things in here that make you chuckle but I mean other than that it's pretty serious yeah um, like the chief of staff the the woman was pretty funny on certain things she's like well I mean how about I rub your back then you can fuck off she's a, she's pretty funny there are these two like I guess you would call them cleaners. Mm-hmm. assassins or guns for hire basically. oh man dude they are fucking brutal ruthless brutal like i mean there's a scene where they kidnap this baby <laughs> and they pose as like you know parents to get into this place and and assassinate somebody yeah. well that that the, well they play a story like they used to like the girl the woman used to live there mm-hmm. oh and they're they, brutal and, and like oh we're just reminiscing she's like oh come, come in and look at that i'm like first of all <laughs> don't fucking tell people from the corner of your house to yeah. come inside and look at the house Let's Dude, get something straight here. That's not going to happen. It's a really solid show. Yeah. And, I mean, if if we were to grade it on a letterbox grade, you know, the five-star system, I'd probably go a four all the way. i say 3.54. Yeah, it, it's good, dude. 
it's good. And like I said, there was only like one episode where I was really not interested. But uh, and that's still even really not not bad. Yeah, you know I mean when you look at it, it was solid, man. And there was a reason why it was number one on Netflix for what a couple of weeks or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So great action, uh, great acting for not having a whole lot of star power, like we said. Uh, but definitely check it out. And, uh, you know, even if you're not a political thriller fan, I, I think you would still find some sort of uh, entertainment out of it. So even after watching this, I want to watch Peacemaker because of Robert Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> his best role ever. It is his best role ever. Who would have thought that the Terminator would be a racist uh, supervillain yeah. <laughs> one day? It's the white. Well, he was already a cop, so. Oh, yeah. no. Bazinga. That was a burn if we've ever had one. My God. Fucking ruthless. Now, there's a quote out there from James Cameron where he even said, like, uh, there's a reason we made him a cop. It's because nobody likes cops or whatever. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Man, you went there, James. Okay. Nobody does like cops. I mean, that is for sure. All right. So, moving along, we've got one last segment. We're going to close the show out with another Netflix show, believe it or not. Beef. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> I dude, I love those fucking Wendy's commercials. With Reggie Miller. Oh yeah, where is it? Where he's living in the Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say? Like at the end of it, like uh, something with beef though. I can't remember. I, I haven't. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen. That I forget, movie. but he's like beef. Um, something like that, and I, I just like crack up every time <laughs> I hear it. Like I'm like, have Reggie Miller. <laughs> Reggie Miller. Um. So, beef is a Netflix series, uh, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, from what I'm reading, this was supposed to just be one, you know, limited series, but it's so fucking popular that I think they're going to try to talk them into doing more. Yeah, I, it, can, but, I can see. But Beef stars Stephen Yin from The Walking Dead. What was his character's name? Uh, Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, you may you may remember. Poor Glenn. Poor yeah, Glenn. God, Glenn, who meets skull. the ultimate demise from Negan, <laughs> gets his head smashed in with a bat. But he's back in action. Uh, beef, and he's starring in Beef alongside Ali Wong, comedian Ali Wong. Uh, but anyway, so it's about two people that, uh, you know, they're in a road rage incident, <laughs> and they... Uh, it spirals out of control. It just spirals out of control, and they, they slowly consume their every thought and action into getting each other back and one-upping each other, and it is a crazy show. But this was just one where I, you know, I watched one episode before I went to bed one night, before, you know, on a work night. I was like, I got an hour to kill. Everybody's talking about the show. I guess I'll just watch it. And I watched it. I was like, damn, that was... That's pretty good, and the way the the first episode ends. Well, you sent it to me too, and like, I was like, I was laughing my ass off on that, dude. I laughed my ass off on the last part of that, and I was like, "What the fuck, man? This is that was fun, man. Yeah. That was a fun little episode." And you know, the next day, I was like, "Man, I can't wait to get off work. I'm gonna watch some beef." Right. And I ended up getting dinner, and then I went, you know, down. And I started watching beef, and man. I was just entertained. Before I know it, I had like four episodes down. Yeah. And I think that uh, that was a Thursday. I ended up not seeing any Friday. Then I finished it all, the rest of it off on a Saturday. 
and uh, it was just like when you know, it was a show I fired up when I was you know I make my dinner and then I go down and watch TV. Right. And normally, you know, I only watch one episode, then I move on to something else. And before I know it, it's like fucking midnight, and I'm like, oh, I gotta wash my dishes from dinner. And <laughs> yeah. but man, fucking entertaining, man. And I'm not an Ali Wong fan. I don't. I don't. For some reason, I just don't find her funny. Uh, I am a Stephen Yin fan, though. Yeah, am I pronouncing that name? I right? think it's Stephen uh, Stephen Yen. I think it's Yen. Yen. Yeah, it's Yen. Yen. Yeah, so I'm Yen. pronouncing it right. Yeah, um, yeah, I do love him. I've I've liked uh, what was the one movie he did where he was in the office and they get like a uh, mayhem. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. He's a really good actor, man, and I hope he gets. Obviously, I mean, I think he's going to have uh, more opportunities after this, especially maybe a, a season two of Beef. Yeah. Possibly. But I did read where the creator of Beef said that, you know, it was only meant, you know, for one. You know, the story's kind of finished, from, you know, as far as he's considered. Unless you want to do a similar story with different characters. But, man, you know, what a what a crazy the, thing. On I Wikipedia, mean, the director says he's got an idea for up to three seasons. Wow. Using the same characters. So. Oh, wow. If, he said if he's blessed with a season two. Dude, see what I read earlier. It said that they, you know, he he kind of said that this that you know is only meant for one season. So, but I don't think they realized it would be this popular. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I'd imagine you know, Stephen Yeun's a very popular guy. I'd imagine you know? as popular as it is because I mean, I we don't know any numbers yet because Netflix only shares that at their own leisure. Yeah, but uh, if it's as popular as uh, you know we're thinking it is i gotta imagine they're gonna get at least get another season but like in you know what mr pbs says you know if he's got an idea for up to three seasons then hey they may give it to him well you can kind of you can kind of go with season two and kind of like the aftermath of kind of what happens as well and kind of takes it from there so i want to know what happens the way it ends the way it ends you can just take it for what it is but then it's kind of like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're kind of like, well, what the? You, you what want, about this and this and this? You're left with the feeling of wanting more. Yeah, like you want, you want more out of it. But I mean, just to kind of give you an idea of this, you know, the this guy Stephen Yin's character is a hardworking, you know, hustler construction. He's a he's a handyman that just kind of does oddball jobs and even stuff he's not qualified for. He's like, I'll do it. Just I need the money. I'll yeah. do it. And uh, he's trying to save up money to buy his parents a house so they can come back to America. Yep. Uh, what from Korea? Uh, I think Vietnam. Something think. like yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not really sure. But then Ali Wong's Korea. Yeah, because he's Korean. Ali Wong's character is a very successful. Uh, she owns like a. Uh, it's like a, well, a plant business. Plant uh, you, business and floral, yeah. Yeah, some kind of luxury plant that people have in their houses that yeah. she you know, she specially does and yeah. all that. And she's working on a deal to sell this company for like $10 million. So, and, and I mean, she's part of this road rage incident where it's kind of on the web and like forums and people are trying to figure out who's who's responsible for it. Well, it's called on like a door cam, yeah. like a, on a house because they cut through like a yard. And, and she's, she's in the, you know, she doesn't want this to come out because she's trying to work on sealing this deal. But, I mean, it, it, it just goes from one crazy thing to the next. It's outrageous. They they end up finding out who they are and then they, they go after each other and they're constantly doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's like, there's one part where he's like friends with her husband, but 
Zane. <laughs> yeah, he go, he tells his husband a fake name, and they're like best buds. Well, and her daughter is pretty funny too. Yeah, there's an incident with her daughter a couple of times. And it's pretty fucking funny. It's a really good show. A yeah. really good show. Uh, but I mean, the situations that they they put themselves in were were very hilarious, very yeah. cool. It was just very entertaining, and it, it, it was a. Uh, I don't know if you want to say it's like a fresh. Uh, um, how do I want to phrase this? Like a fresh show, you know, something that's kind of you know new and uh, you haven't really seen before in TV. Not really but, on that extent of like something where you take a little slight road rage, rage incident and twist it to where it's so outrageous. Um, but it was just different. Yeah. It was different, and I thought it was fresh for me, you know? Like, I mean, obviously, you know, it's a predominantly Asian cast, um, but it it was really good. It was well-produced, well-written, and, uh, you know, is it the best show ever? No, absolutely not. But it's, it's very entertaining. If yeah. you want something new it, and different, yeah. It gets you hooked, and you want to, when you start it, you want to finish it. Yeah. And before you know it, you're in the finale. Yeah. But and then uh, it it did have what's his face? Uh, who's the red headed comedian? Um, hold on, it's it's Michael something, but he does the podcast with uh, Bobby Lee. Yeah, but, uh, um, dude is hilarious. He was in the yeah. finale. Um, it's not my his character's Michael Andrew uh, Santino is his name. Yeah, Andrew Santino. He's right here. He's in four episodes actually. Yeah, he's but yeah. The highlight for him was the finale. <laughs> yeah. Was the finale, yeah, man. Yeah. He was fucking hilarious yeah. in that finale. See, like I loved like he's like kind of like the villain of the story, but um Isaac, David Chow. Like yeah. there's a scene where in Vegas where they're chasing someone. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, David Chow is great. Yeah. It's I, kind of funny because these characters just take complete 180s. Yeah. And, I mean it you know, even like you want to root for Steven Yin's character. But he does some fucked up shit, and you're like, man, this dude needs to fucking pay for some of the shit he's doing. And that's it, that's exactly right. They you see glimpses of like they're changing. They do a 180. They're like, wow, this this guy's a piece of shit. Like he kind of deserves what he's getting. And then it's kind of like you see like Ali Wong's character at first. You're like, man, what a fucking bitch. Yeah. And then you you kind of feel for her after a while. You know, like yeah. this lady's working her ass off, and she just. Wants to chill out, you know? Yeah. But, uh... Spit on. (laughs) Dude, the scene... uh, There's a a scene where she's, like, masturbating with a gun. Like, she's firing the gun off. Like, the gun's empty, but she's, like, firing it. It's the click. Yeah, she's click. You know, she's pulling the trigger. And every time that trigger goes off, she's like, ah! (laughs) And you're just, like, you're just cracking the fuck up watching her do it. Yeah. But, uh... Her husband's pretty funny too. You know why? Yeah, dude, and that's another. I mean, he's Joseph Lee. Uh, yeah, George. Is it, yeah, George. he he plays her husband George. And for those of you uh, who don't know who uh, Joseph Lee is, he he's actually in uh, he's in ten episodes of Picard. Uh, let's see what else he's in. He's in that new movie, or, uh, Searching. Why was I thinking he's in something else? That's not him, though. It, you'll recognize him. He's he, he plays in a lot of shows, so if you're a big show watcher, you'll you'll recognize George. 
He doesn't have many credits, though. It doesn't look like. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not familiar with him. Like, and I, I recognize I recognized him from Picard and something else. I can't. Uh, let's see here. Maybe it's just Picard. I recognized him from. Uh, yeah, it says Star Trek Picard beef. Uh, past my bedtime. Miracle Razor, that we met. Miracle that we met. Searching. NCIS. Maybe I've seen. I can't remember if I've seen Searching. That for some reason that sounds familiar. Yes, yes, I've seen Searching. I've seen a couple episodes of this one. And was that a show as well? Or no, it's a movie. Sorry, movie. movie. I saw a little bit of that. I didn't watch that one. 2018. Yeah, that's got uh, our boy John Cho in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I believe I'm, we've lost Mike on the uh, video. Oh, don't worry about that. Okay. It, it just did the thing again where it muted the mic, like it did with hot sauce. Yeah, I think we still heard it on the recording anyway, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll. I've been adding the. I'm going to start adding the the actual audio to this. But anyways, uh, you know, beef is a fucking hilarious show. I guarantee you'll be entertained by it. Hopefully, you'll be entertained by it. But. Uh, Definitely check it out. I mean, it, it is good. There's a reason why everybody's talking about it. So, if, you know, there's a night where you and Mrs. PBS are like, what should we watch? watch Fire beef. up Netflix. Watch beef. Do you have Netflix? Sometimes. Sometimes? What do you mean fucking sometimes? I don't keep Netflix around. Dude, what is your problem? It's there when I need it and gone when I don't. <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, the streaming you, you services, know. it's my side chick. Yeah. Is that your side bitch? Yeah, it's my side chick. So I hear Netflix is getting ready to push down that password sharing, by the way. Yeah, they can get fucked. Yeah, fuck them. I wonder how many people will cancel and if they'll revert back to. I mean, at this point, you just have to pick and choose of what's most value of your money. And, um, and how many people out there have had Netflix since day one and haven't canceled it? Right. Lazy people. Yeah. Me in particular. I, I just don't want to fucking deal with it. Yeah. And I mean, I do watch it every week, so. Yeah. But there's so many options out there. I'm having a hard time catching up on everything. So what's the point? Well, like, you know, Netflix was the big one. So, like you said, there's so many options now. What's, you know, what's the point of having Netflix when you just want to cancel it and then just binge watch on one of the show, like the shows you want to watch, like Stranger Things or, or whatever that you know is going to come out and then just get rid of it after a month? Yeah, dude, it's just, it amazes me that, you know, they're struggling to get people to subscribe all of a sudden, and they want to make a thing that alienates people from wanting to subscribe. So, it, it's just, I don't know. I, I Who runs these, who's running these companies? Who's who's putting these great ideas out and thinking, oh, we're going to get revenue out of this? Morons. I mean, they're to the point where that's the only thing they can do. Let's, let's raise do, do, sorry, raise prices. Do they not know that pirates are out there and people rip these shows off and put them on, you know, whatever services and people just get rigged Amazon sticks and, you know, that's how they view most of these shows? Joe Broken. I mean, we got to think. It's like, like they're so disconnected. It's the model for Netflix was that they used to be like the one and only. Yeah. And they had everything. But now there's, you, you can only get so many people subscribers. Yeah. Let's just imagine you get all the subscribers in the world that you're ever going to get. And that's all you're going to get. You're not going to get any more money out of them unless you up prices. And that's why I think a lot of those other ones are going back to like 
film distribution and stuff. Like, think about it like, you know, I always think about like Interstellar. Imagine if Interstellar came out today and it was like an HBO Max exclusive. So we pay, you know, 15 bucks or whatever, and we watch it once. Maybe we watch it five times. Maybe we watch it 10 times. But for that one price, we watched that movie and we watched HBO Max the rest of the month. Now, in real life, what happened is I went to saw it, so they got my 15 bucks. And then the next night I said, hey, you know, we need to go see this. And then me and you saw it, so they got another 15 out of me and 15 out of you. And then we went and saw the theater again, and they got another 15 out of you and another 15 out of me. So instead of HBO Max, where maybe only one of us had it and we watched it all together, and they got 15 bucks out of all of us, they just got like 60 bucks out of us for one movie that we saw three times. And, you know, a lot of these companies, like even Apple, Apple's spending like a billion dollars now to go uh, get theatricals out. Amazon has the, uh, theatricals out with Air that's getting pretty good uh, reviews. So I, I think they're starting to slowly figure out, like, oh, we need to, the streaming model alone isn't going to cut it for money. I think they just need to advertise the homepage. Put Burger King or McDonald's on it and right. Pepsi. And they, I mean, that's what they're, they're going to add to. And that's not, <laughs> not out of the question. Like, there has to be a, a way they can make money and a way we can be entertained at the same time without being forced to watch fucking eight ads before in, in the middle of something. I mean, that's, that's like, you're like, how did we used to make money all this? Oh, yeah, we, we played commercials four or five times during the show, and yeah. that's how we made money from the advertisers. <laughs> There's got to be a way to satisfy everybody. I mean, there there is a sweet spot in all this. I don't, I don't like, um, I've started watching some stuff on Tubi here and there. And, and even, even like Paramount, like when they have some ads in it, like the ads come up, I pick up my phone for 30 seconds or a minute, like, oh, it's back on, throw my phone down, I'm back to the show. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see more ads and, and kind of commercials coming back to these kinds of shows. And Doobie has some hidden gems, and plus it's free. Well, so I, uh, to get back to beef, we said we could, we, it was available to rate on Letterbox in... I gave it a four and a half out of five. I think a mad three, man. I think a mad man. I think I had a three point five before I rated it. I really enjoyed it. I That's had really fun good. watching it, and it entertained me. It, it excelled my expectations. So, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't actually sense. sure. I was. I wasn't sure first if it was a movie or a series. Cause I remember well, because ads for it. I said I want to start beef. You're like, oh, it's a movie. I said, I no, thought, no, yeah, a I thought it was a movie. I was like, I, yeah, I, think I thought it was a movie too. The way they the way they advertised yeah. it, you know, it seemed like it was a movie. I did too, and I I turned it. I was like, let's see how long it is, and I was like, oh, ten episodes. Oh, I didn't know that. I just had fun watching it, man. Yeah. It was just really fun for me, and I enjoyed it. And they had uh, they had they picked fantastic, fantastic soundtrack for songs. Uh, that's each, another thing. Yeah, every episode every ended time. with like a great song. Like one was like the reason for the first episode. One was Drive from Incubus was a fucking phenomenal. Steven Yun played. Yeah, yeah, he did a good job singing that. Yeah, there was a duet on TikTok with Brandon Boyd. A lot of people singer. are a lot of people are asking that they they need to record that mm-hmm. and put it out on like Spotify or Dude. whatever. And I I had to listen to it afterwards. It's such a fucking great album from Incubus. Yeah, that you could tell who made that. Whoever made that was heavily influenced by like nineties. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, by the nineties. Nineties. Nineties babies. But uh, man, I just really had fun watching it, and I'm I'm highly recommending that anybody and everybody watch it. So, unless you don't like Asian people, then oof, you bigot. Yeah, you probably shouldn't watch it. You're a bigot. You're a bigot, exactly. Bigot. Are you a bigot, Rob? 
Are you a bigot or are you a racist? There's a difference. <laughs> is there, is, is there I a, don't a care. Clear, I mean, I guess there is. I don't I know. I think one goes hand in hand with I, each other. What I, do you think, Mr. I PBS? Uh, I'm uneducated on the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no assume, I guess I kind of assume if you're one, you're the other, sort of. I, yeah, I think they kind of go hand in I, hand with uh, each other. I, it's whatever. I just don't care. I just uh, don't like people in general. I don't I just, fucking care. I just want to watch good shit. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want it to suck. Is that am I asking for much? I just want to be entertained. I, I don't really care about race, religion, or creed. You know. Well, Maximus was not entertained. <laughs> Mister PBS doesn't know. I don't get that reference well, at all. I know he doesn't. I was, <laughs> I was, I was highly entertained with the night agent and beef. So. Check them out. Let us know. And if you don't like it, bring the beef to Sleazy. <laughs> yes, bring the beef to me. I, You know, if you thought I'm a piece of shit for giving it a four and a half, let me know. Bring the beef, bitch. Uh But that's all we have for episode 156 of the Sleazy Podcast. La Sleazy Podcast. La Sleazy Podcast. La Sleazy Podcast. We should find somebody to, like, record us an intro like that. We are the podcast. You listen, okay? Telemundo. <laughs> Last Easy Podcast. We'll be on the L Ray Network. Yeah, that'd be cool, dude. I <laughs> yeah. fucking love that. Produced We'd by Robert Rodriguez. Some soap opera music to open the show up with. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's all we have for you for episode 156. Um, hey, if you get a chance, for those of you that listen, please give us a rating on whatever you're listening to us on. Give us give us five stars. Five stars. You know, I think we need to. I think we need to try a new tact. We need to tell people don't listen. Like don't don't rate us, don't like, don't subscribe. F you. Don't tell nobody about us. Do what we tell you and don't say shit. Keep it to yourself. I, I don't think that's a good idea. I think I think it's a little reverse psychology. Like <laughs> you don't think, you don't you press that like button. Don't yeah. you fucking do it. You think they'll actually do it then? Yeah. I'll fucking show you. Don't tell me what to do. But hey man, thank you for listening. You're all garbage you. and you don't deserve this show. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, like I said before, thanks for listening. But my call to action, as always, share the show. We want people to listen. We're glad that you are listening. So just, you know, share the show with somebody that you think would like it. And even if you don't think they would like it, just tell them to fucking listen. listen. Listen to it at work. Listen to it when you're walking out in public. Listen to it while you're pooping at really loud volumes. Listen, yeah, listen to it while you're pooping listen in the bathroom. To the at shower, work. yeah, or when you're playing with a gun and <laughs> pulling the trigger repeatedly. When you're killing people with a samurai sword, listen to it because there can be only one, and that's the only one podcast. If you're, which if is you're driving podcast. a motorcycle, you know you got to listen to it really loud so everybody around you hears it while you're driving. <laughs> you I'll, for, I'll forever love that laugh. <laughs> Brings me joy. I want you to play that at my funeral. It does. I could be having the worst day, and I fucking hear this. <laughs> and it just cheers me the fuck up. What cheers me is like, hey, hey, buddy. I'm like, Jason, thank you. But hey, anyways, uh, that's all we have. And remember, be kind, rewind, and keep it sleazy. Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, and remember, listen to Sleazy. 